Hello and welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. This week is with Lil Narnia. And as much as we had been friends, I really didn't know his story too well. We talked about his early days, kind of finding music, all of his inspirations, which was really cool. And then how the project grew and how that built. And also some cool advice and perspective to other artists that have kind of been in like a rut or just looking for inspiration. I'm going to keep the intro short, but the one thing I did want to say, which I don't talk about enough, is the podcast has a YouTube channel. So if you're interested in watching any of these interviews while you listen, go on YouTube, search where are all my friends. It's all there. And if you don't mind subscribing to the channel, it would be a massive favor. I really don't promote it enough. And YouTube is really helpful for growing and discovering podcasts. Honestly, if you subscribe anywhere where you're listening, it's really, really helpful. So if you haven't already, that is a big favor that you can do. Let's get into the episode. Where are all my friends? We are back with another episode, another week. And this week is with Lil Narnia, who is a friend that I've known for, damn, maybe a couple of years now, but I realize, <laughs> yeah. But in that, like, really, we've kind of just been like casual homies, yeah, hung out exactly. a couple of times. You've come to our house, worked on music, whatever. But it was like, I don't feel like we've ever had like a deep bro out. Like in all reality, I don't know like your story story. Word. So when we were talking, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why have we not done a podcast? That would be so perfect. And know, you were really. down. So a bit of a bummer, man. I, it sucks like we're both in LA and I wish we could record it in person. But I feel I like just all the COVID stuff. I didn't know what was and, going on. So I was like, I'll just hit him. <laughs> see see yeah. what we're doing. But yeah, yeah, I totally feel it, dude. Like, I'm not trying to risk anybody getting anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like now I kind of have the website or like the Zoom set up. You can like view our little squares on YouTube and all that. So yeah, it's like still not kinda. a big deal. It's the yeah. future, baby. Living in the future one day at a time. Anyway, what I like to do to start the podcast off is anybody that's listening to it that doesn't know who you are, just like super briefly, like who you are and what you do. Oh, sick. Uh, my name is Lil Narnia. <laughs> I make uh, like pop punk mixed with like hip hop kind of shit mixed with like electronic shit. It's kind of all over, but mainly like guitar with 808s. Yeah. I, I would say like you're intentionally all over. Like I listen kinda... to a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like I just really love, like I used to love like old nineties rap. And then uh, I got super into pop punk. My first album was like a simple plan CD. And that's, I was like, music's sick. <laughs> I was in like third grade. Yes, I was, like, this is awesome. Uh, oh, like you're saying like the first like album you ever bought. Or, yeah, like, the first got. album I got was uh, No Pads, No Helmets, Just Balls from Simple Plan. And it was That's like, a good one to start with, man. I was man. in like third grade and I was like, I'm just a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually kind of where I love to start is like with your artist project, with everything you're doing, it definitely feels like you're intentionally all over the place. Yeah. And you do have influences from a lot of things. But you've done a pretty cool job tying that together. And a, like a cool part of the podcast that I like to do is I like to understand where your spark for music came from. I like to understand like what made you the artist that you are today. So take me back to like probably the spot of you finding music for the first time being like, oh, shit, this is this is it. And like kind of where you were like, I might I want to do this as an artist. Word. Uh so yeah, it, it all it started when I got that album from my brother, and my brother was like in the army and stuff. So he he was always gone, so it like meant a lot to me or whatever when I would listen to it. And then uh, I started playing like like I loved like MCR and like Take Back Sunday and all that when I was like super young. And then I I got super into like video games, <laughs> and I loved the music for video games, like just the soundtracks of like uh, 
just like like Zelda. Like first time oh, I played Zelda, I was like, yeah, crazy. Like like music was literally like the basis of the game. Like doing stuff. Like you play a song to go somewhere or whatever. You got to learn this song to do something. And uh, I just loved like the sounds of it. I don't know. It just like it hits in a different way than like just bumping an album. Like when you're hearing this like orchestrated thing for this specific uh, game or whatever movie, whatever. But so I really, I, I really like like soundtracks and stuff and like all that. And that, that was like the whole other part of me getting into music pretty much. I was just like a huge Zelda nerd. <laughs> then I played Dude. like Kingdom Hearts and like Legend of Dragoon and just like all these old like games. And that got me started pretty much. And then I was like, I got really into butt rock. <laughs> and like uh, No way. Yeah. Like around like sixth or seventh grade, I got into like butt rock and like Papa Roach and like Breaking Benjamin and like. You were headstrong. You were taking people Dude, I, on. I love trapped, bro. That's my shit. Yeah, <laughs> one of my old hardcore bands. We used to cover that at the shows. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> I love that. I love that you own it too. You're like, oh yeah, I got into butt rock. I sure did. It was heat. I remember my brother's <laughs> my heat. brother's girlfriend like burned me a trap CD when I was like super young, and I was so happy for my birthday. I was like, let's go. Like, Dude, had my yes. like, CD player and shit. <laughs> dude yes i mean i i feel like i the closest i got to it was like lincoln park and limp biscuit okay word word word. that's funny i i always liked limp biscuit but i never like got super into it but lincoln park was like huge i remember i went to a project revolution and like i think it was like 2000 you went to that tour yeah my dad was like yo we're gonna go to this and i I was like i think i was like eight or ten or some shit i don't know i was pretty young and he was like we go see them it was it was literally Lincoln Park. I think it was Taking Back Sunday and My Chemical Romance. I think it was all three of them. I remember, yeah. I remember we see My Chem and like uh, the vocalist and the guitarist like start making out on stage. And my dad was so mad. He was like, what did I like? Like, where are we? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I like, yeah, I'm so sorry, dad. I didn't. No, it was just super funny. I was like, I was a kid. Like I didn't. It didn't even mean anything to me at the time. I was like, the hell? But he was so mad. My dad's like an old yeah. traditional Republican head and shit. And I'm like yeah. the complete opposite. So it's just funny to think back. Like, it was at like a Linkin Park show in like 2005. Yeah. No, I, dude, I know that feeling so much is like your parents try to do something nice for you. And then there's like something as a kid that you don't even understand. And you just see that they're mad. And you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I don't know um, why you're mad. And I don't know exactly. what's happening. Like, but I don't know what happened. I remember that same concert too. Uh they like found out i had a myspace <laughs> fucking my dad got so mad at me dude i was like 10 or some shit and i was, was like grounded for fucking however long what a formative show that was holy it shit was crazy dude but anyway so you got into like you you had your butt rock phase you continued yeah. to just find different bits of music yeah so i got into all that and then uh pop punk really hit like high school oh i got into like death metal and shit i was listening to like cradle of filth and like like annotations of an autopsy and like all this like super gnarly like metal shit um in like eighth ninth grade that was when like we were still using limewire and like inhales were tight like everyone's on the like i was just gonna say like were you just an internet kid like it, the, the fact that you went through so many different genres mm-hmm. i feel like that's definitely like the trait of a kid that's good at the internet that just like keeps finding things or whatever pretty much yeah i just a lot of my homies were just like steam masters they were just all over like finding the next cool shit i mean we would have yeah. like like whoever had the tightest ringtone <laughs> like it is yo it would go from like uh i think it was literally like eighth grade we were doing this shit it would be like born of osiris was like my one homies like that one uh i think it's brave new world that one little keyboard it's all it's like all metal as shit and then my other homie would have like jeffree star and he'd be like munch tighter and be like 
uh, I don't even remember the song, but it was it was crazy. I've been I've like well, let's do a lot of what shit. an incredible like evolution of like that's the competition to be good at music is like oh yeah this ringtone yeah you exactly just wait till someone I remember calls we'd me, have like buddy. the tube to tone.com and fucking send it to our phone and shit oh and that was when like you were bringing me back you remember that shit right like yeah and I remember that was when Abandon All Ships had like just come out like I was I was super young and they had that like Maria cover and it's like. Maria, believe me, I like you loud. It's all auto-tuned to shit, and it's like all electronic, and then it's like beat down. I was like, Your "This is the is future, yeah. right now." I was yeah, like, yeah, "This yeah. is it." And then I found out about like Skye's airplane and all the like electronic kind of infusions and stuff like that. Wow. So yeah, you like you like you kept up with like the scene, or not even the scene, but like just like it, alternative, like any type of like. I mean, yeah, it under, wasn't underground. I'm fumbling on the words, but like you kept up with all of the progression of like not on the radio yeah exactly i was super just we all just like found music on the internet like youtube related whatever and we would just bump it um and so i went from like hardcore but not even hardcore yet it was was just like the metal stuff and all that and then like this weird electronic things to like post hardcore and all the generic like you know like i'm gonna sing this chorus (laughs) back into the like breakdown screaming yep and then after that i really got into pop punk I like really fucked with it when I found like Crucial Dudes and like Neck Deep's mm-hmm. first album when I was in like high mm-hmm. school. Um, and then I'm trying to think of pop. I was still, we still all loved like hardcore and stuff. We'd go see like, like I remember we loved Chelsea Grin when like Desolate, uh, Desolation of Eden came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like old, I don't know if you know that album or like any of that. I'm sure you do. Like little bits. Like I, I never like my side of it was like I was deep into like from first to last and like drop dead gorgeous. Okay, like, word, word, word. Yeah. Like, so like even though they're parallel, like there was definitely a separation. Yeah, because I still loved all that shit too. But like I was kind of all over like figuring out what I liked. And then we all got super over post hardcore. We were like, all right, like we're tired of this. And that mm-hmm. was when uh I got into like a lot of electronic stuff, like passion pit and like yeah mgmt and like all that kind of stuff and i was like yeah. figuring it out um and like owl city was like it was like lame at first but then we all were like this is so hard dude and yes. we, we would just find little one-off bands like that we fucked with that were weird electronic things oh, i'm trying to remember the name of this one it was like swimming with dolphins was one of them Super well, swimming with dolphins was og owl city was it not that's what okay i've never confirmed that but i always thought that and like i love that I'm pretty fucking, yeah that project i'm pretty sure it makes yeah. it makes perfect sense like we always thought that but it was before you could just like google it and shit and like mm-hmm. i don't know or we never took the time to but yeah i love all that shit and then uh then i started getting into like hello like folk like singer songwriter kind of stuff like i don't know if that's just the pro like the progression or what like generic like bring me the horizon progression like you love all the crazy beat down shit and then you get to like yeah i love open singing like beautiful things now like i love like Phoebe Wait, so Bridgers I a, and all that i have a question with all of this though because the way that you're explaining this and like the way that you're going through your progressions of finding music like literally just in this little bit of talking you've listed every genre and this evolution of like yeah. these scenes that we all kind of came from, like where we're like, this was like the thing and it was so cool. And then it kind of evolved and evolved and evolved and exactly. you kept with it so well. Like, were you, even the way that you're explaining, like breaking down music and analyzing what they're doing, mm-hmm. how, like, I don't actually know this about you. How much of a musician are you? At any oh. point, did you start playing instruments or like, were you in bands or like, yeah. how do you understand like, 
music so well. I should have preferenced that. Yeah, I'm a percussionist. <laughs> um, okay, okay. I was in like band band for a long time from like when I first started school onward. And then uh, I went to college and I was a music major. And then um, okay, still finishing that. We'll see. Oh, no shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have one semester left and I was just like tired of, I have to take like chemistry, <laughs> like just random, like, you know, typical gen, music. Gen major stuff. I'm already done with all the music majors, like requirements and all that. And I did all my music classes, like theory and everything. And then uh, I just have to do GEs and I was just over it. So, yeah. But yeah. yeah so I feel I, you on that. It's a, it was a rough grind, but yeah, that's why I, I just like music. I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> respect no that's cool like i it's weird because most of the time not that i'm talking shit on college but i think that a lot of times if you know your path and you're not trying to be a doctor or a lawyer or something like that you can probably do it without college yeah exactly but when you're super passionate about something and you go that far with it and school is available like i always respect education and like chasing any desire to learn more of it so that's cool that's cool yeah and i just i never had like a I don't know. When I was growing up, I just thought that's what people did. I was like, oh, you graduate and then you go to college and like, that's all Dude, you yeah. can do. And then I like stupid me, like didn't know all the stuff you can do after, you know what I mean? Or even like trade schools in general, they're like, oh, you want to like be a mixing engineer? Like that was what I want. I really wanted to do is I just wanted to mix people's stuff. I kind of had like given up on being an artist or whatever. So I was making like, really? I, yeah. I mean, I was making like shitty rap. Like I was trying to be like immortal technique. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like coming out of high school type stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so then I was like, all right, this is not this isn't working out because I love like old 90s rap too. Um, I forgot to mention that when I was explaining shit. Like when I got into so, high school, yeah, I mean, like it seems like you got into literally every genre, like pretty much. I just I hated I used to hate country, but now I like I look you fuck me. I like girl country, dude country. I'm like, I don't know when they're all those in my truck, not grab the beer. Like that's that's not me, dude, but like uh anyone else slaps <laughs> yeah like shania yeah, twain yeah, yeah. it's hard yeah some good songs about like broken hearts and love and yeah stuff she's like all, i'm going home gonna load my shotgun i was like damn that's hard <laughs> i we should actually just sidebar this whole podcast and i should just ask you songs to do like one quick like vocal run covers of because i'm <laughs> loving this <laughs> i got you but yeah holy fuck it was just so kinda, you you went to school and like the whole like being an artist band thing was just like not clicking. Yeah, exactly. So like uh I we had a hardcore band called Turnaround. Like when I was mm -hmm. in high school, we would play like hardcore shows and shit. There's like videos on Where did you also. grow up? You live in California now, but uh, did you grow up here? Yeah, I grew up in Barstow, California. It's like the desert. Yeah. Um, like halfway to Vegas basically, but still in California. And so okay. it's just like this desert, like a pit stop on the way to Vegas, pretty much. But a lot of us like loved hardcore. So like there are always people in bands and shit and like doing whatever. Like there's this one band called Duck Duck Goose from Barstow. They got, Damn, that's a hard name. They got pretty big. Like a lot of people don't know about them, but uh, they used to play with like Heavy Heavy Lolo, if you ever heard of them. Oh shit, or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was like super young when they were killing it. So I would like barely be old enough to go to the shows and stuff like that. And then my older mm -hmm. homies were making bands and I was like, dude, we got to make a band. And so like, it was definitely like the culture of your like hometown, like kids were making bands and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we, you know, you'd play like a couple shows and that was it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Like you wouldn't leave your little hometown, but um, we were doing the hardcore stuff. And then I wanted to rap and I was like, yeah, I was just over it after a while. I was like, this is done. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Got it. Uh, so even though like that, like that wasn't clicking and you were kind of over it, you were still going to school, you were still learning and you still wanted to mix and you still wanted to be in music. Yeah, that was when I had kind of given up, like our, our band broke up or whatever. And then uh, I was done trying to do my own rap thing and I was going to school 
trying to be this, a mixing engineer. And that's when I got way better at like just everything, just like knowing the flow of like signals and like just understanding like, you know, what the hell an AD converter is or like a, an inter, what an interface does or like. Yeah, like you got your technical knowledge. Yeah. And then after that, I, uh, I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to do this. Basically, we were like bumping because I always listen to SoundCloud shit, but it was more of like the rap. I listened to like I'll Fight You and like fucking just like apathy like rips on like SoundCloud. Uh, yeah. Like Demigods and like Jedi Mind Tricks and all that shit. And yeah. So it's still like very OG SoundCloud, but like not even, I, but not, I mean, not Jedi like, Mind Tricks and all that. That's like before any of like the era of like Bones or Peep or anything like that. Yeah. They were just like rips on SoundCloud. I would bump because I'd be, li- I'd be listening mm-hmm. to like a few of the new rappers or whatever. And then I would be like, oh, I'm going to play this shit and I would find it. Or in like Ugly yeah. Man. Ugly Man was huge in my mm. like, head when I, uh, when I started trying to do all this because I just, I love like, like 90s shit and like sampling and fucking all that. And he was just yeah. like the perfect like example of like what I, loved pretty much so i was like this is hard and i would just kind of go around what was on there and like um all the nature world shit too back then and then we found out about like peep and everybody and like mm-hmm. I, I remember i heard a white wine and i was like fuck this is it like this fool really took like the alternative like emo shit and really made it yeah. hit with like hip-hop and like 808s and all that i remember it, it was yep. just like a like a mind click i was like damn i, I want to do this but with like what i fuck with you know what i mean I wanted to do like yeah. pop punk and like put it into hip hop pretty much is what I was trying to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say like, especially like having you having had every musical influence and like listened to everything and connected with pop punk and rap and everything. Like when you hear Peep then and he's doing that. I was like, in this a is so unique sick. Way, you're like, oh, fuck. Because I was already used to like, you know, people fusing genres. Like that was the only way to make something new at this point. Because everything's been done. And like, you know, old like post-hardcore bands would incorporate like electronic all of a sudden. And it was yeah, it was really weird yeah, at like first. The phase but, where everyone had like a synth bit and yeah, and it was yeah. like I feel like it didn't hit as hard as like what the fusions that are going on now. But uh it was just cool. I was like, oh my god, you can do this. Like you could just take stuff you like and just throw it in to what you're doing. It's cool. Yep. So that was like damn. My so main. that like hit you kind of different. Yeah, exactly. I was like, damn, like this is so sick. And uh it was because there's always like a separation too between like like the emo crowd or like the old alternative crowds with like fucking hip hop in general. Yes. You know, yeah. and it was always hard to like bridge that gap without being corny, especially like, uh, dude. Yes. I'm trying to think of like, like, I mean, POD was kind of cool, <laughs> like, no, but, but like, it was still like, it's still, it's what it was. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, it wasn't dope, but it, it was cool. Yeah. Like in that time, as soon as you're saying rap and rock together, it is not cool. Yeah, it is, exactly. It you're not like thinking of anything Fucking run cool. DMC, like Aerosmith shit. Like it's just not exactly. cool. Uh, no, no disrespect, but. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, it, just, I mean, it just wasn't, I don't know. It's just corny. It, I, I just think of it as corny or not corny. And yeah. to me, that was corny. Yes. Um, good way to put it. But so, yeah, I just love fusions of shit. And I was like, I want to, like, take everything I love and just put it into one sound. And uh, I just kind of went for it. So it's hard to, like, I don't know. A lot of people are like, you got to have one, like, sound you're going for or whatever. Like, you got to know your sound, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. But I feel like nowadays, it's like, dude, you can do anything. (laughs) Like, you can make any style. It doesn't matter now. Like, honestly, I feel like it's better to do that because the waves are changing so fast, too. Like, Like, okay, like emo rap was cool like a year or two ago 
right and now it's like glitch core kind of like future fucking hard hitting shit um and so it's just like how quickly can you adapt to that it's like how how quickly can you adapt while staying genuine while staying you exactly yeah and like yeah that's why i feel like i'm i don't know all my stuff comes from my voice because my voice just sounds crazy Mm -hmm. um so i feel like that's what kind of like pulls everything together you know whether i'm doing like a edm like drum and bass track or like a fucking super sad guitar song about fucking someone dying in a hospital like it all kind of comes together with like the way i sing it like the voice because it's always like pop punk vocals that i'm doing that draw everything to to match that's a really like self-aware and accurate uh explanation of what ties your project together because it's hard for me to explain it but you just nailed it like that is what it is yeah yeah like i find that really interesting though because like we do kind of watch these trends happen and it's like yeah, like I don't want to say that emo rap is corny now because there's still certain songs and people doing it, but it's just like I feel like the true artists get bored. It's like you kind of yeah. find and master a sound. It's like, I mean, it's how amazing. long has that been actually happening now? So it's like it's, cool, it's you, you been find like your lane. Four years now? Five years? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. So you kind of find your lane, you write your album, you do whatever you do. And then it's like if you're a real artist and you're trying to push boundaries and you're trying to evolve, it's like what then excites you exactly and i like i kind of agree like i don't think genres are really a thing anymore it's Mm -hmm. just like do shit that you actually like do shit that inspires you find inspiration from anything so i think artists like you are really important right now like where it's like you do have for real like dead ass because you have this understanding of all these genres and you you can go back and unapologetically be like yeah i liked pod and trap and simple plan (laughs) and all this 90s rap right like immortal technique and all of this and then finding peep and everything you've done but it's like when you as a legit fan of music and all the hardcore stuff like everything Mm. as a legit fan of music like you're not above anything you're not being an elitist yeah you're just like oh this is cool this is cool this is cool and when you find new, unique ways to put that together, you're going to influence a whole new, younger generation that's going to push it. Like Word. all the glitch core stuff, right? Like I feel like there's some young kids doing it. Yeah, that, that's what's sick too is like they're not like people that used were like 16 when like, you know, band shit was happening and now they're just kind of reinventing it in like their 20s. It's like they're like 15-year-olds like just fucking doing their thing, like downloading FL and like going crazy. And like yeah. they have everything there and everything's like way cheaper and access more accessible now like yeah which i'm so here for yeah it's so sick dude i love that's i love sound like all my favorite artists have like less than 10k plays on their shit like it's just people that just make stuff like i found this one girl recently her name is carol's daughter she's so sick you should check her out um, yo bad dude she's like i think she's like 17 and she like records everything on her phone but it sounds like a fucking studio like i when i found that out i was like you gotta be kidding me dude like it's so fire. And she goes from like uh like like suicide boys like screaming shit to like crazy, just like outrageous girl whining, like fucking shit into like this like uh, alternative, like fucking progressive shit. Like it's with her voice just on like acoustic guitars. It's crazy, man. But I love like people are so young getting getting to their shit now. It's awesome. Like it took me till I was like 20 to really like figure out how to do what I wanted to do and like get all the equipment yeah. to do it. And now it's like you don't even need a fucking mic. Like well, that's kind of the perfect segue of like what I wanted to talk about is like, because how old are you now? I'm 23. Okay. Oh, cool. Wow. You know, you got into that shit early. Like all yeah. those bands and shit you were saying, like, I'm 29 and you were saying things where I'm like, oh, we must be like real close in age. <laughs> Damn, you were in it. 
the fact that you went to school, the fact that you did like go through the technical knowledge of recording and now we're watching it get easier and easier and easier. Yeah. Like what are your thoughts on that? Like as an artist, like it, it seems like, you know, you do have technical understanding, you know how to play instruments, all that mm. as an artist, like you, do you produce everything on your own? No, no, not at all. Uh, I'm oh. actually kind of a stickler with like making my own beats. I'll like, interesting i've i've done a couple of songs like like i'll be all right i know is one of my first ones that i produced and like did everything myself um but like i just sit on it too long i'm always like there's so many variables that i'm like mm -hmm. damn it like i could do anything to add to the you know like it's there and then you're like well i could add this little top liner like add this little layer of pad like it's it's just these infinite variables and so like, like as you... a personal thing yeah i just i'll never finish it i'm like it's never finished so that's why i like working with other people because they're like, this is what I made and like mm -hmm. do what you can on it. And I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Okay. So, crazy. I love shit like that. But I've been making more yeah. beats recently, but more of just to like do it rather than like, I'm going to sing on this. And, like, Instead of that being you. Yeah. I was just curious of like your take on like the evolution of like making music as it's kind of oh, evolving just, right now. It's crazy, man. Like I always use logic from when I was like a little kid. Like mm -hmm. literally, I think I was in like ninth grade and my homies were like, dude, my family got a Mac, dude. We got like Logic. We're going to make a song. Like, let's get it. We were buying like Game uh, over. Fuck, what were they called? It was like this little interface. Uh, fuck. It was some tube thing, some Motooth thing. But um, it was like mad hard to get. <laughs> when we were a kid, it was like, fuck, I got to like get all this money and I got to order this shit and like convince my parents that it's chill. Um, But now it's like I could just get headphones and like, I could get GarageBand on my phone and like throw a track in there that I found on YouTube. And like, if it pops off, I'll just pay this guy for a lease. Like there's no, like for like 30 bucks. <laughs> you know I mean? It's so much, it's so much more accessible now. And I love it too. Cause it kind of like, it puts it away from uh, like labels and stuff to like be the gatekeepers of like, what's what. Cause before yeah. it was just like the only way to find anything was like what put it out or whatever. Um, and now it's like YouTube related searches all day um just random stuff you find and then like in the creation of that too it's just so much easier you could get a program now for like dirt cheap free <laughs> like you know what i mean just yeah. plug your headphones in throw it down i mean you need a computer or whatever or a phone which who doesn't have a phone now exactly um, but yeah it's really it's like crazy to see because you got kids that are like 15 like just making something thrown on the internet and like popping off without like it's any nuts. like label introduction or anything like that so it's just super sick because now i'm a firm believer now that like it's very hard to make shit just go off like organic no marketing no none of that like people people have teams for a reason and that's why things happen like whenever you see an artist like blow up and you think like oh like that just happened you know what i mean How, like 99 of the time that's not what happened <laughs> like they've been in that path of like i have these connects that are gonna help me do this and this and uh, it's just kind Big of the fact. But now it's just like kids, like making stuff and it's going up. It's so sick. I completely agree with you. And it's cool that you have that perspective. Like, it, I don't know. Like, I hate like the competitive aspect of like, oh, it's happening too fast. I can't keep up. And like, blah, blah, blah. It's not yeah. fair. Like, no, you're just like, yo, this is sick. Let's no, go. it's sick. I mean, there are times where I'm like, damn it. Like, I need to do more. <laughs> or whatever. But that's like, <laughs> That's what it comes back to, dude. That's how I feel is like. Anytime I see this, it's like, there's no excuse. I just need to work harder. I need to do more. I need to send more. Yeah, exactly. But then also yeah. it's like, damn it, COVID. And I'm like stuck in my house for weeks at a time, <laughs> like in the same room. Like, how do I draw inspiration? You know what I mean? It, yeah, that's, dude, 
Yeah, that's very real too. But I think like with the, as far as like being an artist now, like we were saying, like everything is accessible. You can do shit like completely from a phone, basically. Yeah. I think the thing that's happening now more is just like you have to, the one thing you have to have that you can't fake is like a creative vision and inspiration yeah. and something. And I think that's cool. And that's kind of like what I respect about you being like, I know it's my voice. I know the way that I sing and I know that I do this. So it's like, that's cool that you're aware of that and you're able to transition that into a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, good look. I think it's funny too, because one of the main complaints that I get or whatever is like, uh, people are like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. And I'm like, and half the time, it's like people that don't know where my like style came from. You know what I mean? They've never listened to like anyone fucking screaming on, over a guitar, like breakdown blast beat or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm literally just like yell singing, like, yeah. In the mic, you know what I mean? It's like, what is he saying? And I feel like you just develop an ear for it after a while. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I, I can hear it. Like, I can hear what other people yeah. are saying. You know what I mean? Dude, I get, I get a lot of shit for that. I'm definitely like a melody person. Like, I hear like yeah. the instrumentals and melodies and all that way before I hear lyrics. Oh, okay. Where, where, where? Yeah. Which I mean, is so it, weird. It's hard sometimes though now too. Cause like, there are some, I do, I, like, sometimes there are the ones that I'm like, dude, I, I have no idea what this fool is saying. But I'll sing the melody back. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> That's what always, people always remember the melody. So it's like, it's whatever. Um, one funny part that probably we could have covered earlier, but it's just like such like the, we don't need to spend a lot of time on it. I just think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Is every fucking interview, how do you get your name? But I think you have a really funny, quick story of your name. And I did want to tell it. Word, word. Yeah, basically, uh, my friend had a, a girlfriend who like, they broke up and she had a cat that lived at the crib and she got pregnant while they were together. And then she like left the crib and the cat like stayed. And he, my friend was like, I'm not going to throw this cat out. That's pregnant. Like it's fucked up. So he like took care of it. And uh, it had like a bunch of kitties. And I was like, dude, I want one of those. Like, like, let me get one. And he was like, all right, whatever. And so I took this little orange one when it was like a month old. And then uh, one day we were just like smoking a blunt and he was like, well, you should call your shit a little Narnia. And just like saying some like stupid shit. I was like, kind of fire and then uh i just fucking did it because like that was it yeah i mean i was just making shit i didn't think it would ever amount to like people listening i mean you gotta understand like i was making music for fucking since i was like 12 you know and I'm, then i'm like 19 at that point 20 and like all of a sudden like people are like hearing it and i'm like oh shit <laughs> like, i didn't think this was gonna be anything you know what i mean dude i like that i i it's maybe a blessing maybe a curse but what is that why is that when you put your heart and soul into shit and no one cares, and then you're like, yeah, fuck it. I'll call it Lil Narnia, fuck the name it. of the tiny cat. And everyone's, sure. everyone's like, yeah. And they're like, dude, this guy gets it. This is it. And you're like, fucking okay. Yeah. I give up on the world. I was just but like, you're also like not upset that people care about what you're doing. No, nah, man, as long as people hear it. And I mean, everything is named kind of some stupid shit like right now. So I, it's cool. And I like the... the uh, I was going to say juxtaposition, but that's the wrong word. I like the, um, just having like a really stupid name, like that's just so <laughs> out there and then making music that like you actually care about. And it's like super, like when you listen to it, you're like, oh my God, like this fool cares what he's doing or whatever. Um, yeah. It almost like catches people off guard. Like they expect yeah, one thing and then yeah. it's just like the contrast is just like, cool. Well, it's also funny because, like, when I first met you, like, I kept hearing the name Lil Narnia. And then when you roll up to the crib and you've got, like, a giant-ass beard, Big like, you could be in a metal band or something like that, I'm like, <laughs> rolling a bleep. Huh. 
Like, I don't know exactly what I invented in my head, but I guess it wasn't this. Eh, fuck it. Yeah, and then I mean, like, but then as you become more friends with you, I'm like, it couldn't be more perfect. It's more. just right. <laughs> like, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like singing all high pitched and shit too. So it's yeah, probably a little jarring. It's, I always hear that they're like, you do not look like what I thought you do. And I'm like, sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast, go watch on YouTube and you'll get it. <laughs> on that, didn't you put out one of your first songs that you ever put out? Got like a pretty cred premiere, right? Um, I'm trying to. Where think. did I see you first? Probably on a Starry. That's where. Like, was it a Starry? It could have been a Starry. That's yeah. where most people found my shit. Yeah, I was. Did he like, put you on pretty early, right? Yeah, it was like 2018, I think. And I'd mm-hmm. already made because I made my first EP like September of 2017 and then I, re- yeah. I released it at the end of that year and then uh he hit me up like the next year when i was in i remember i was in class and fucking mm-hmm. he hit me up and i was like let's go it's like right out of the yeah classroom. dude i was like fuck yeah and so dude, uh, he did so much for the scene like yeah dude that full, channel full oh the my go, God. straight up yeah <laughs> it's so cool too he just posts shit he likes so like yep and he's one of the coolest people ever like fucking and it's from like new zealand like not even from here it's like so it has done so much for that like era of music it's fucking sick man but yeah so he he pretty much blessed me like we put up self-destruction or whatever and uh and then that that one did pretty good got like a couple hundred k or whatever and then we put up the her heart after that Mm -hmm. and uh just kind of snowballed from there that's sick and then from there you've done a couple really cool things like i know right before we started the podcast you were telling me like you're working on some stuff with dylan brady like more yeah. on the glitch core side of things or yeah i've just been trying to make like i love like electronic side stuff i wanted to make kind of like how bring me the horizon made like suicide season cut up like the yeah like the green version instead of the red with yeah like, all dude the, it came out red and then the, they did the green one and yeah like, all the like trance like remixes and stuff like that uh Cause it was like a very, that was a very specific niche of like electronic. It wasn't like rave EDM. It was like weird, like crystal castles, like cool shit uh, yes, versus dude. like generic, like, you know, what you think of when you hear like, oh, like EDM, <laughs> like the generic. Did type. that album, like that was really important for me because like I, I heard the original Bring Me the Horizon album through mm-hmm. a friend and like kind of got it, but didn't fully get it. Okay. And then, what's that? Pray for Plagues? No, it, I think it was Suicide Season, like the OG one. I think, oh, okay, yeah, because before that, they were like super well, black metal, like fucking. I'm sorry, I said that poorly. I'm saying so, like, I heard Suicide Season, uh-huh. like the original one, like with the girl and it's the red guts. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, and I remember, I was just like, oh, cool, this album is, like, I, that was the first album of them that I heard. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like the the remix album, like, hit me even harder. Yeah, because, like, it, exactly. You're in just like, this what weird the way. Yeah, because it was like, I want to say that, like, that was probably, like, first, like, I don't even think he was going by Skrillex at the time. Maybe he was, but dude, like, that was yo, exactly. That was when that was the first like instance of Skrillex that we found out about. And then, yes. And then it's funny because, you know, so he did that and it was the, uh, the sadness will never end remix. And it's all eh, 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 eh. like all fucking cut up and like chopped. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, it was super- and that was the first, like any of that blew my fucking mind. Like the yeah. idea that that was even possible. I was like, this so is like, crazy. it's just cool. I think that like the idea that you as an artist wanted to do something like that is cool. 
because who knows, like, what if somebody listening to that, like, what if it does another moment of that where like somebody listening is like, oh my God, I didn't know this was possible. Yeah, and exactly. I love shit like that. That's why I love just taking the shit that inspired me and trying to like, not like recreative, you know what I mean? But do my own thing in that, in that like realm of like what they've done or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's why I love working with like people that, uh, that have been in like bands I used to listen to before and stuff like that. Um, like I made a song with, uh, Matt from I Set My Friends on Fire. And that was cool. fucking sick. I was like geeking because they were one of the first, I think I was in like sixth grade when I heard of them. And uh, it was yeah. like one of my first instances of screaming. I heard ravenous, ravenous rhinos. It's all da -na 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 -na. What the fuck? Yeah. I was like, yo, this is so cool. And then uh, just like other people. And then like, I met John from balance and shit. And we like made some songs. Uh, I just, I love doing that. Like it's fucking dream. <laughs> I think that's really cool that you do that. Like, I love that. Like it, like, it pays respect to the old days, but then also like puts shit together in really cool ways. Yeah, exactly. So you're working on that. What else? Like what? I don't know. Like, I guess that the whole point of talking about that is just I'm interested in the like evolution of your career as an artist. Like you've done already like some cool stuff. But oh, yeah. It seems like you're trying to do even more and kind of push boundaries where you're not necessarily saying I'm happy in this sound. Here's where I'm going to stay. Yeah, exactly. And that's why... uh like I, I had an album come out in like April uh, called Pain mm -hmm. Extract. And that one was mm -hmm. like a, a departure kind of from like generic emo rap beats that I was trying to be on. It was like, yeah. I was trying to have it be like beautiful, but like hard hitting. Cause uh, I got really into like 50 grand and like a oh, lot of people like yeah. that. Um, with like, just, I don't know. That fool's just beautiful. He makes like Gregorian chant, like, trap music like with rap on top like it's so fucking cool i just love crazy fusions and stuff and like that that one hits particularly hard and uh so i wanted to make like um i i got him on one of the songs actually too like like pianos and like beautiful shit on top of the guitars and just like just like different stuff you know just kind of like experimenting so uh that happened and yeah right now i'm working on like a like a turnover kind of type deal like alternative no shit. like but yeah it's like full like full band sound but it's just like one producer going crazy in the studio like shout out brody and curtains those fools are crazy. oh you're doing it with brody yeah 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 well he uh he did one of them it was like him and curtains are on one and then slide moon's doing like a couple of the other ones just like figuring damn, it out damn that's yeah. cool that's cool. you actually you said something that reminded me of Andy or the breathing backwards earlier, like when you were talking about finding like immortal technique. Oh like, yeah, well he, yeah, I he like rapping and shit. Yeah, well, like I, I did a pod with him and he was saying uh it was like atmosphere was one of his, but uh, it's like you know, like hard. when you find that like different version of rap and you're like, you're like or even yeah. Garden was kind of like that. Like he was like trying to be like very like poetic, like cipher. Exactly, because we all just fucked with like meaning, I guess, in our shit. And like, yeah, it was always so different because they're just spitting like crazy bars <laughs> like, about being, yeah, or whatever. It's just funny how like that ended up being the inspiration. Because if you try to copy that directly, like it's kind of oh, corny. It's ugly. Yeah, it's, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's not the move. But the fact that all of y'all found your own way, like where that was an inspiration, and then you're like, okay, but here's the way that it translates better. Yeah, exactly. I like that a lot. Um, as far as like, I mean, I think that pretty much tells the story as like you as an artist. I, I think another piece though that is something that I always like to talk about on the podcast is like, I feel like every time, not every time, you can chase <laughs> something that you're very passionate about. Yeah. 
And like, you know, like you, you tried to do the band thing. It didn't click, whatever. You knew that it was music from an early age. You chased it. And it kind of happened in the most unlikely way possible. Yeah. But I guess like the thing that I try to get from guests or these stories that I'm interested in is like, what kept you going? Because it can get so Mm. fucking discouraging, like at (laughs) any level, like where you're just, I mean, especially now, like quarantine, people aren't doing anything. Like you're just stuck in your room. Like it can be so easy to just doubt yourself and think that you should give up. And then (laughs) you can name yourself Lil Narnia and put something different out and it can just go. So like, (laughs) what is your advice or what's your perspective there? What have you learned now to, what's that advice to the people that are chasing it right now? I think it comes down to like, uh, just genuinely like being a fan of yourself, I guess. Like, Kind of like Lil Wayne, you know, Lil Wayne like only listens to himself. I don't know if you ever heard that, but that's that's like a that's a thing. He's that's like his, his number one fan. I swear to God, but uh, that, that's a big his part of it. Spotify for me, like, top artist. <laughs> I just, uh, but yeah, for real. I just really liked because I was taking like my favorite things and putting them into one. So I genuinely liked listening back to my songs, and I was like, "This fuck cool, like fuck yeah." I was really excited about it. Like, uh, and I still am. I think it's just about genuinely like finding that uh, that's, a, that's a weird way to say it because like it's it's so easy to get discouraged you know what i mean especially mm-hmm. when you're like around the internet and everyone's killing it whatever but you gotta just when you focus too much on other people that's what that's when you like kind of lose your your inner thing you gotta just do you and i mean you gotta be aware you want to you want to know what's going on around you but don't be so focused on it that it takes away from you because it's like sure the, everyone else is doing you know whatever crazy things they're doing but it's like at the end of the day, I need to focus on what I'm doing and what I want to do, what I want to hear from myself. And then I, I think it comes down to a lot of the discouragement is like, you can't just like make music anymore. I mean, it, I guess it was never really like that. You like, if you want to make music, you're like, I'm gonna, I just want to make a song and put it up. But then it becomes like, okay, well now I need, I have to like take pictures of myself and I have to like put up promos for songs and like figure out how to get my stuff in front of people. And I think that's the hardest part is that it's not just making music anymore unless you have a team that does everything else for you, you just got to like be a fan of yourself, man. Just keep doing your thing. Like I remember for some people, it's different things. You got to kind of change, you know, if you're getting depressed or whatever, you're making shit, you're bored. Like, damn it. I don't like this anymore or whatever. You know, you got to do something different. Like rather than just like ignore it and put it off, just kind of switch it up and like keep going. And in the end, I think it's just being a a genuine fan of what you're doing and like yourself, which sounds so stupid. I I hate the way I worded that, but like, it's really what it is. You got to just fuck with what you're doing and know that like, no matter how many people shit on you, if you fuck with it, there's like, you know what I mean? Like, there's always like people that don't fuck with things. You know, every, every YouTube video ever, I'll be watching like videos of fucking puppies like playing and it has like dislikes. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, who goes out of their way to do that stuff? And so I feel like a lot of that is, like, pressure that people are afraid to deal with is, like, oh, I don't want to get hate. Like, I'm trying to help my friends make music right now. And, like, their biggest problem is just keep going. Like, and they're afraid of, like, like I don't want my fucking friends to, like, know about this shit. Or, like, I don't want them to make fun of me or whatever. I'm like, dude, you, that's that's the problem is you got to not care because then it doesn't matter. You make what you You make what you want. And then that's where the respect comes from. That's where... Even you can make a bad song and people will fucking love it. Like it's weird, man. <laughs> but I think it you just gotta focus and like just genuinely love what you're doing and keep going. And it's so much harder to do than it sounds. 
<laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Especially I know, when, dude, when you get caught in like patterns and stuff like that, you know? So it's just got to be curious. Yeah, it's, it is. It's such a hard one because that advice, like it gets, it, it flirts with being mad cheesy, but exactly. It's like it is to a degree. I really resonate with what you're saying. Is like if you do believe in yourself and you you are able to tune out what people think mm-hmm. and just like try it, like that can be pretty huge. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like I guess it comes down to why you're doing shit. You know, a lot of people just want to make mm. a song so they can get fucking followers, so they can get like be cool or whatever the fuck. But like when you're just a fan of like music in general and you're just trying to put your own piece out there of like you. I think that's where it all comes from. I love that. That says it really well. I actually like, I I really respect that. Cause at least for me, like I'm not the artist, like I'm more on like the industry side, right? Like I work at labels, I toured with artists, I help behind the scenes. You're the man. (laughs) But, (laughs) But no, like I think that that was always the thing where if I, like that's, that was the kind of person that I would want to work with. Like that was the kind of like, when I would talk to an artist that was just like, it almost felt like they would go crazy if they couldn't put out this vision or make this thing. Yeah. Like those are the people that I'm inspired by. Those are the people that I want to work with because those are the ones that are going to push boundaries. And those are the ones that aren't going to stop no matter what like gets thrown in the road. Um, So yeah, like I think that that's cool. And it's funny that that can be your most self-conscious fear is like, what if I, the realist version of me isn't accepted? Yeah. But when you get past that and you just make that honest thing, can be pretty crazy. Yeah, I feel like everyone ha- has to have that like, fuck it moment where you're like, I'm just going to do something. <laughs> like, regardless yeah. of what it what it comes down to, I'm going to do it and I'm going to put it up and I'm going to be stuck on it for as long as possible until I listen back three years later and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's more than okay i think that's great no you gotta start somewhere man everybody's first song is made like from the yeah. most part but uh yeah but yeah that's another I, I lean on that quite a lot is like you're not gonna get to the ultimate version of yourself until you start taking steps like it's literally impossible yeah but it, like even when i was starting this podcast like dude i didn't know any i didn't know what a daw was i yeah. didn't know how to record on garage band word yeah because like like audio engineering and like getting shit like the setup kind of like knowing about that helps you know what i mean so if you're recording yourself a lot you're like oh yeah it's just fucking i just do this and this and this in this program right but like if you don't know you're like dude what the fuck am i doing like what i've been trying to get my stream set up for like twitch oh my mm-hmm. god dude it's the biggest fucking headache in the world bro i'm like and like max don't have the native ability to like route audio <laughs> like oh, from different yeah. apps you have to download like soundflower or like one of these other apps so they can like run into each other and then you have to create an aggregate that like they all flow into and then like use that as the input and like it's fucking so much confusing shit where you're Dude, just like i don't yeah. know what i'm doing and that can be overwhelming in any capacity but it's like if you if you just care enough to try like it's all right if you don't get it perfect but like you'll you download your webcam you and you start, get your mic you and then you're out. like all right let's go live and then you're like wait i can't So then you Google something and then you're like, okay, cool. It's this, but that Google wouldn't have happened if you didn't start. And it's like that constant progression of like, as you do them, you find the next things you need to do. Exactly. And like, if if only we could Google fucking inspiration though too. Jesus, (laughs) dude, right? It's fucking heavy. Actually, let me, let me end the podcast on that of right now 
Is there anything that you are currently inspired by? Currently inspired by? Um, yeah, I would say like just in general or like music? Uh, it could be anything. I guess when I asked it, I'd say music, but wait, fuck wait, wait. that. Whatever, whatever has you inspired as an artist? I think just, uh, I don't know, some like my favorite artists right now are a little like, I love like really high pitched shit. I always have. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I just always, since I was a kid, I just love like, I remember... My bad. This is another tangent. I'm gonna try and do this quick. No, you know what? That's fine. I like this. I like this. <laughs> but you remember, like, uh, I'm trying to think of when like "Sleeping with Sirens" came out and like all this shit. Yeah. Everyone's trying to sing like the most high pitched fucking note you could ever hit. Like every band was fucking doing it. Like Alicenna, fucking, uh, yeah, "Sleeping with Sirens," fucking even like Devil Wears Prada. The full singing so high pitched, dude. On like HTML rolls, dude, and all that. And so, uh, I've like I just love high pitched things. And right now, like all this glitch court stuff kind of goes hand in hand with that. So I fucking love like a lot of it, but my favorite artist right now is probably like Ziani. She's a, I don't know if you've heard of her. She's fucking so sick. She's from like Australia. Um, she has a lot of dope ass music, but so just, just people like that, that like are doing stuff right now that resembles shit that I, I used to love and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of keeps me inspired to keep doing shit. Um, but otherwise I'm just like, I just love video games, man. Like music. That's, that's been a big inspiration for me right now um yeah i've just been watching like interviews with like fucking call of duty soundtrack composers there's just like random ass people just trying to get like another angle of like music in general you know what i mean and like talking to like, Damn, my dude. media comp friends that like they'll give me like crazy ass media comp sounds for like making scores and shit versus like a, a patch for like logic or whatever but yeah it's just kind of stuff like that just trying to stay busy fucking learning new things that's cool. I like that a lot. And that's cool that video games are inspiring you right now. Cause that was like an early, like you finding it in the first place, like playing games. Like you said, that's sick. Yeah. And with COVID too, I'm like, don't got to go anywhere, dude. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Damn. All right, man. Well, I think we did the damn thing. It's cool. Like, again, we were homies. Like we had met in person, hung out, but I really didn't know any of this about you. And <laughs> it's cool. Like I have this whole new respect of like, oh damn, like you're, you're a real one. You're in this. Fire. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, we are here. Yeah. That's cool, Damn. Man. Well, dude, thank you so much for doing this. Where can people find you if they're hearing you for the first time? Yeah. It's the best place. Go on YouTube, search up Lil Narnia or Spotify, whatever. Um, yep. Or Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You see pictures of me on horses. <laughs> <laughs> it's the content that everybody really wants. You know? Exactly. No, yeah. But yeah, uh, any, anywhere. Just look at my name. You'll find it. Cool. Is your at uh, Lil Narnia? Yeah, yeah. On not on Twitter, it's like little X Narnia, but Instagram and everything else. The search has gotten pretty good too. You can just like pretty much say it and it'll find it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, but tight, dude. Thank you so much for joining me. Fuck this yeah, awesome. man. You already know. Shout out Andrew, Gangway. Shout out. Thank you. <laughs> So there it is. There you have it. Little Narnia's story. I hope you liked it. I really like the man. If you did, you made it this far and you're thinking, dang, what a great, insightful, fun podcast. If you want to do me a big, big favor, share it anywhere you want on social media, screenshotting it and posting it on Instagram story, Twitter, Facebook, anything. It's all super helpful. I'm at Andrew underscore FTW. He is at Lil Narnia. 
Even if you just want to shoot me a DM and suggest a guest, or if you have any suggestions for the show, any topics you want to hear about, I am always trying to make the show better and I love to hear from you. So please do hit me up. If you absolutely love the podcast or this episode and you want to really go above and beyond, you can always donate to the show. Never feel obligated, but it truly does help. That is whereareallmyfriends.com slash donate, or there's a link in the episode description. All right, I've said all my pieces. Thank you for listening. I will be back next week with another episode. Goodbye.